Introducing From the Glove Box, an automotive podcast with Mike and Tony Tavage, the father-son team and owners of Team T Automotive in Northern Indiana. Today's episode features special guest, Brock Tadich. Hey everybody, this is Mike and Tony Tadich from the Glove Box, uh, independent automotive service center owners from Northern Indiana, coming with you on another podcast uh, with a little, a little car talk, a little fun talk, and little things we do. We always open it up, and we always got to we got to test the waters, and we have to see how Tony's doing today. So, how you doing today, Tony? Dark. It's dark in the glove box. Jeez, uh, here we go. Remember, we always talk about how we can just get Tony to pick it up a little bit and have a, have a little f- spunk, a little fun in his life. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep working on that. Did you it's say sp- spunk? Spunk, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a term. Uh, not one that I have. Well, of course don't, not, because you're... Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, hey uh, we got a special guest uh, uh, with us for uh, our segments this week. It's uh, my youngest son, Tony's youngest brother, Brock. How you doing today, Brock? Doing well. Tony's, yeah. Tony's youngest brother. Tony's youngest. That's his name. <laughs> Were there, are there others? Have, is there <laughs> other brothers? No, no, there's not. There's oh. a girl. There's a girl in between. So, oh, okay. it's a weird time to drop this on us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's probably true in public. We probably shouldn't do that. So, yeah. uh, but no, we have Serena and I. My wife and I have three children, uh, adult children now, like mostly adult children. Mm. Um, Tony and our daughter Rochelle in the middle, and Brock. Speaking of this, though, I, I told the girl, which is what we refer to her as, because there's only one of the girls in our family, Rochelle, that you were coming on our podcast, and she's a little pissed, so because she didn't get invited. I have a missed call from her on the way <laughs> yeah, over. I, be, I bet you do. <laughs> I wonder if that's related. <laughs> I bet it is. So it's like, why haven't I been invited to this? So I told her that she could come do it the next time. Oh, oh great. <laughs> We've been, uh, I mean, you've been doing this for a while, so I mean. I know, but then once you got an invite to come do it, then then she feels left out. So this is the way it rolls. Wow. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have been mad if it was her first and me. I know that, but we know how things roll, okay? Let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyhow, so uh, welcome, Brock, uh, (laughs) joining us today and stuff. What's on your mind today, Tony? Anything going on? Not a whole lot. <laughs> Sitting next to my favorite brother, good to go. Yeah. How about you, Brock. How's the how's the day going? How's the it's thing? So bright in the glove box. It's bright. <laughs> Somebody must not have it closed all the way, and the little light stayed on. So it's now yeah. it's, it's that one ninety four bulb really puts off a lot <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. ambience. Yes, it does. You do that. Now, it, some it'll of burn are, out if I leave it open too long. So it will. Yeah. Or it'll run down your car battery in the old cars. It'll do that. So um, we're going to just hit on a little bit of uh, best shop pranks or or maybe some of the kind of goofy stuff that happened. Because while uh, Brock was in high school and, and uh, throughout college, he worked at uh, our family service center. Loved every minute of it. That's um, his bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brock told me one time when he was a little boy, he, I said he, he needed to make a few bucks extra. And I said, we live really close to the what, shop. What did you want to buy? Legos? I either wanted, no, I think I wanted to go to a concert or something. Maybe. Uh, Disney yeah, like, Monorail. Like an early high school. 
maybe Disney monorail that I wasn't thing. I wasn't playing of trains when I worked <laughs> <laughs> okay that's true it's a little before <laughs> but anyhow he needed to earn a few bucks and I said well go over to the shop and and uh sweep and do a little cleaning up and stuff and he looked at me he said dad that automotive stuff's really not my bag and I said, well, I really don't give a crap because if you want some money, your butt needs to get over and do a little cleaning. So uh, he went and cleaned and he got his money for whatever he was going to do, whether it was a concert yeah. or a, or a, a guitar knows. amp or something. Hell, I don't know what it was. So. Also different back then. Can you believe it? No. no. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're quite different and stuff. Yeah. But uh, any, no, uh, nothing's changed. <laughs> think about it as you brown a shop, shop either a you know, we're going to be a little honest. We're going to be a little transparent here. Sometimes when you drop your car off at a service center, sometimes goofy crap happens. We try to be respectful and honest and make sure that we always take care of people's, um, you know. But like any workplace that has fun things going on, there's your little hijinks of a few little pranks. Uh, there's probably been a time or two that a firecracker got uh, lit and rolled underneath the bathroom door if somebody spent a little too long in the bathroom. So we had a few of those. But any... Uh, Either one of you, any 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 pranks or anything going on at a shop that y'all remember? You have to say that was like twenty years ago. Statute oh. of limitations. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. that's some workplace issues with that. <laughs> whole. Yeah. No, that's true. I don't yeah. want. I don't want was, to. Yeah, this was all a long time ago. <laughs> not reflective of. Well, current. so we shouldn't it, talk about the time that we threw black cats underneath the door and caught the bathroom door on fire and had to replace the bathroom door. No. We shouldn't. Well, let's as long as let's just say it, yeah. we're making these up for the for the podcast. They're not real stories. Yeah, this didn't happen. Yeah. Or this there, these all, are other this places we worked alleged at. Alleged events. Yeah. Okay. Alleged. Other events. places we've worked at that. Yeah. Or people told us that. Let's yeah. Someone that. told me that. The yeah. spinners are the best ones to throw underneath the door though, because they'll just sit there and spin on the ground and, and everything. So if somebody's in the bathroom too long, you throw the spinner in there and you throw three or four in there. They'll just sit there and spin and bounce all over the bathroom and. Keep in mind the bathroom allegedly at most automotive shops is only like three foot wide by four foot wide, so not a lot of room as you're sitting there taking care of your business and everything. But allegedly, in one story, one of those spinners spun into an open locker that was in the uh, bathroom um, that had all the uh, uniforms in it, and somebody liked to pile their uniforms at the bottom of the locker. And so, what happened when the spinner spun in there, it jumped into the bottom of the locker caught the pants on fire from the uniform company to where we had a fire going on in the bathroom and had to then try to bring in a fire allegedly to put it out yeah i don't know why i know all you, these you details. know a lot of details yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna edit this out right yeah <laughs> cut some of post please anything that you remember some of your car wash experiences or you know nothing that destructive um i think tony shot me with the uh or allegedly, Tony shot me with uh, the, uh, the the cheetah, cheetah the uh, the the thing you blast the air so, into, and the so, tires are airing up. So a cheetah at 40 is forty psi, a, I think. hundred and twenty psi is what you I know, had. I, you did not shoot me with that much. Yes, I did. No, you were gonna. It you're loosened the waistbands of your ba- of your pants. I, I, yeah, it did. I did. I think so, you shot so me about four. I think is, it would have died if it was one twenty. <laughs> a cheetah is a is like a air canister that you use to fill up a tire, but it's also used sometimes to make a tire hook on or seat on the wheel. You've got to blast a little air in there, so it's a it's a tool that we can use that to make that pop, especially if you're doing some farm tires and stuff, which we're in that community. Yeah. So it, it blasts a lot of air. It is not to be used any. Uh, you're not supposed close. to shoot people with. 
with it. Not especially not towards anybody's personal orifice. It's, it's not good for that. So, but uh, it will blow somebody's shirt up or anything. It's no different than if you're if you got your blower on the you know back deck of your house and you're blowing off the yeah. pool thing and then you it blow, shoots a little more blow pressure. some air at your uh, wife or something. It you know, shoots so. a little more pressure than that though. <laughs> so. I'm I'm okay allegedly. You are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't file any claims on that and stuff. Nothing. No, I think I, I think I one didn't of the have the opportunity. I think one of the easiest pranks is the old school. Uh, take a whole bunch of bubble wrap and and wrap it all up and put it on the backside underneath somebody's passenger front tire. So when they back out of the parking spot, they hear a massive explosion of bubble wrap. That's fun. Good. That's that's cute and yeah and safe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a harmless one. Yeah, no, Are nothing you, too crazy. I mean, I I just I worked with some characters who. Uh, no, you remember without naming names. What remember some characters? Yeah. How do you talk about characters without naming names? <laughs> well, there was uh, Larry. <laughs> we did have Larry. You know, yeah, Larry. We still right? have Larry, actually. What? Uh, not that Larry. Oh, I didn't work with Larry. Thinking Larry the Cable Guy. No, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. had a Larry the Cable Guy lookalike impersonator uh, dude that uh, worked for us. So we will he let him remain nameless. Very, yeah. very proud. He was dude. proud of that connection. You could put the picture side by side, and the dude looked just like Larry the Cable Guy. But um, he was uh, he was without a place to stay for a while. So one morning we came in, and he was taking a shower in the in the back <laughs> wash bay area. <laughs> he also allegedly ran uh, electric cord out the back door of one of the shops to uh, his car so he could- So he could have a fan. <laughs> fan and uh, get on his computer. computer. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely have those. But hey, over 38 years, you're gonna, you're gonna have some characters and you're gonna have some- uh, fun things and things going on. There's always the little jokes of go get me a left-handed torque wrench, um, which, or go get me some uh, head halogen uh, fluid for my headlights and what, stuff. What was the uh, joke that got played on you in 1977? Oh, yeah, that's true. One of the old ones was when I went to work at a car dealership, they, they sent me out to an old Volkswagen Beetle um, and... Uh, it was getting close to winter time, so we had to go out with this little thing that you could test the antifreeze to make sure things didn't freeze. Um, so they sent me out with this hydrometer, I think they call them, that floated these little balls and it would tell you if it would not freeze and stuff. So they sent me out to a Volkswagen Beetle to check the, the antifreeze or the coolant in the car. Um, and I'm all over this thing because those cars, those older cars, the engine's in the back, the engine's not in the front, it's a big trunk in the front. Um, and we're all over this thing and stuff. Well, uh, little known to young, uh, young Mikey, um, they don't have antifreeze in them. They're an air-cooled uh, machine. So <laughs> as all the guys said in the, in, the, in the shop area laughing at me and stuff, I was out looking all over because I wanted to make sure I did a good job of that. So thanks for bringing that up, Tony. Yep. I'm still scarred from that uh, situation. So That's okay. We've, we've, we've sent, nerds. Yeah. We've sent some young guys after the tire stretcher. You know, yeah, so. tire stretcher, we do that. So, hey, that's a little bit about this segment uh, from more. the glove box. We're going to go, we, yeah, we're going to yeah, do. We got more. We are, but we're going to go into our uh, our special guest. We haven't covered mozzarella cheese. We haven't covered disc brake lube <laughs> underneath door handles. We haven't. Well, we're going to do that in our next segment when we officially announce our guest of the day, Brock Tadich.
Hey, this is Mike and Tony Tadich back uh, from the glove box here, uh, Independent Automotive Service Center podcast, talking to you about car stuff, fun stuff, all sorts of good things going on. We have our special guest, Brock Tadich, which is the uh, youngest of the original five of the Tadich family. We've got grandkids and other stuff going on and stuff, but uh, Tony and uh, Mike, me, are partners in our automotive shop. Brock uh, grew up uh, while we had this shop, worked at it as a kid in high school and college, and uh, we just thought we'd talk about some uh, growing up being an entrepreneur's son and all the fun stuff about that. So Brock, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing Doing great. great. Yep. Thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs> hey, uh, Brock has a, uh, his own podcast called Ear Burners. Um, it is probably it's not, not safe PG. for work. Yeah, not <laughs> for work, but it, Ear Burners is... Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do on that. So it started out with my, my best friend, Trevor. He um, thought of this idea where we both get together every week and we trade off picking an album that we listen to together um, for that whole week. And then we come back and reconvene and talk about whether we liked it or whether we didn't like it. And we pick a lot of lesser known albums for lack of a better word. Not, not as many, maybe some well-known artists, but we kind of go all over the place, but typically we listen to a lot of metal music, but um, our podcasts are kind of long. We usually uh, chat about unrelated things for the majority of the time instead of the album that we pick. So there's a lot of uh, meandering. Um, But lately we've been kind of on a little bit of a hiatus because my my friend Trevor, he had a uh, baby in May. Personally? Uh, well, with his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. So he's been a little busy. So, um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the more important familial matters get in the way of uh, your passion projects. So yeah. What the I heck? respect that. He's, no, he's I, not doing anything. Well, you know, the wife had the baby, did all the work and stuff like that. And then they want to have PTO and stuff. What, what's what's okay well we won't go there yeah if you want to hear some cool stuff about some uh, some great <laughs> albums ear down, burners down huh jeez <laughs> ear burners you want me to uh, call him <laughs> with brock and trevor uh listen yeah. to that again it's probably way past pg rated so it's not as kind and friendly as the from the glove box of mike and tony but uh it's uh if you like some cool music uh please pop on that so what about you Growing up in the automotive repair business, again, I mean, we've we had the we had the automotive shop, uh, Serena and I, my wife and I, even before Tony was born. So the kids all grew up with an automotive shop just a few blocks from where they lived. So wonderful experiences, right? Well, um, you know, growing up, you don't really have anything else to compare it to. So um, until you kind of get older and talk to other people, and you're like, wow, my childhood is a lot different, actually. <laughs> So. Until you go to school and kids say your dad ripped me off at the at the shop and stuff, so right? Yeah, and I'm yeah, they I, I didn't get too much of that, but I'm like, why do you drive bad cars? Or you know, I just, like, why why do why don't why don't you make more money? I don't know. Like why is this my problem? I'm not him, but um yeah, thankfully I I didn't deal with too much of that. Um but yeah, um it was it was a good childhood. There's, I didn't no. really like working. Um, 
So, <laughs> every so I, entrepreneur, every, every dad wants to hear that. My kid says, I really don't like working. Yeah, you know, people ask me my dream job, and I say, I don't dream of labor. <laughs> but no, and, it, and Now you know why he's not partners with Tony and I. <laughs> it, was, it was a good opportunity. I mean, I, I definitely learned a lot. Um, and then when I graduated, um, my dad encouraged me to work in a factory on the line. So that was probably a good perspective builder because... Yeah, because Brock enjoyed that enjoyed that so much more than the automotive business. He did that for three years. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole different... You know, you go from not knowing what you're going to do on any day to knowing exactly what you're going to do and trying to, uh, you know, mentally get through that week doing the same exact thing every day. So you have these two polar ends. Um, and then, you know, you're like, can I ever find a happy middle between those two? And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you're a gamefully employed now. I so am gamefully <laughs> employed. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, you know, I, I think I'm kind of back in the, I don't know what I'm going to be doing on any given day. Um, but I mean, I'm, I work from home. It's a, you know, a job where I sit down. I mean, these are all things that I cherish greatly. So <laughs> I don't, I don't think I could do any better. Um, not as far not as leaving the house, not leaving the apartment, working from home. Those what, are all. What were the things that you enjoyed the most working in an automotive shop in your young adolescent years? I, I mean, I really liked the people. Honestly, I, I, I have some of my best stories. You know, or just some of the characters I met there and same with the factory, but that got dark at some time. So, um, <laughs> yeah, let's stick to the automotive. We had old man river, Dan, you know, and stuff. And we had, uh, yeah, Shane, and, uh, or, Shane, uh, Larry, the cable guy nickname. Yeah. Uh, who else did we have during your tenure? Stan. Well, well we had, yeah, Stan and Dustin, yeah. Dustin still, still with us. Yeah. yeah so and, Stan. And so Dan, Dan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we definitely the started to get the long-term fleet as, uh, you know, around that time, still yeah. got some people around from then. Oh, and uh, Frank the Tank. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of Frank. <laughs> yeah, I always have a couple little stories about all the different ones that we had through there for sure. Well, sometimes I look back on um, when I, when I go when I go in and I'm I'm like, man, you guys got it so easy here. Like you don't pull the racks out at, at the end of the or at the beginning of the day. In the end of the day, the <laughs> the, the six tire racks that. You have to pull with the dolly. So I remember... When you're weighing 90 pounds and the rack's 200. Yeah. Well, I remember <laughs> Shane's first day, I, I showed him how to do the racks. Even though it was my job, I said, sometimes I'm not here, so you know, you might have to do this. And then I acted like I wasn't strong enough to pull them in. And then he's like, get out of the way, you sissy. I'll take care of this. <laughs> or, or when the parking lot's really icy and you're having to pull oh, the yeah, uh, racks slip, across yeah. the parking lot, slipping and falling down. And yeah, well, I tried well, for our racks. audience, let's give you the perspective. Tony's goes about uh, six four two. 75. Brock's, uh, what are you weighing in now? You know, I'm actually at my peak. I'm about 144. One, wow. Yeah. 5'7? Five, 5'9, five, five, I think. Oh, I don't know about that. But yeah. anyhow, not in high school. We were I don't, always, it, I don't double your no. weight up anymore. Yeah. Back then, I was like 5'6, 101. 101. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Brock had a good uh, way of uh, kind of acting a little bit dumb, and then some muscle bound dude would say oh i got this i'll take care of it and it was like he just rubbed his hands together he said yeah. excellent my but plan it, is it, like it, pinky in the brain it bit <laughs> me back when dustin came on because he kind of replaced shane 
And Dustin's like, yeah, you can do those. You can do the racks. <laughs> yeah, he was on to me, so. Yeah, he he, he uh, picked that up pretty quickly. So. Yeah, where Shane, a, Shane just felt like it was his duty to do it, and like he was so proud of it, and I loved that. We just saw him uh, not too long ago. He stopped and visited us. Did actually, he? yeah. I thought well, he lived uh, overseas. He's going back to going back overseas, but he's yeah. uh, stopped and visited us a few weeks ago. It was cool, cool to see him. Great memories. Yeah, what about I miss uh, him. what about any any goofy stuff that's ever happened to you driving an automobile? Not a customer's. This is his own stuff. Let's be clear. But uh, do you remember any? Yeah, I remember. I I went to Tire Rack to do their little road course for like driving safe safely and yeah, tire rack is a national distributor but it's based close to our home and they have a i call it driver's ed on steroids so they take you can take defensive driving defensive driving but you take your personal car they wet down a track do all sorts of things and you get to drive a car fast and crazy how was that experience that was cool. I, I was in my 97 Grand Am, but the, the interesting thing that happened was after... Pontiac? It was a Pontiac Grand Am. Can you explain Am. to the audience what that is? Because they don't make those anymore. Yeah, well, there's this company called GM. I think they're still around today. They uh, used to make a lot of cars in Michigan, and they still kind of do, but not as much. Some some stuff happened in 09. Where in Michigan do you think they were based out of originally? Well, I think it was Pontiac. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I don't know where General Motors is, though. Um but yeah, I had a '97 Grand Am. It was it was my uh, my, I guess my first car. <laughs> yes, it was your first car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I had a Jeep, but I didn't drive that Jeep. I think I sold that to somebody else. But yeah, so after I do this road course where you you know you drive your car out, and you get it up to 40, then you slam on the brakes, see how fast you can slow down, and then you know it's swerving on wet pavement and. And that was all fine, but it was after I get out of the course, I come out to my car is sitting in a puddle of coolant. So I was about, that was about 45 minutes away from home. Wasn't supposed to be that way? Well, no, I usually don't come out to it looking like that. But <laughs> A lake underneath your car. So for our consumers out there, if there's like big puddles underneath your car. It's kind of green. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, me and the, uh, I forget his name. Joe. 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 Yeah, Joe, he worked we there, We just right? saw him recently, too. He yeah. retired. We just saw him a few weeks ago. Yeah, he was the nicest guy. I basically followed him um, stopping like every couple miles because he gave me a bunch of water bottles to dump on my car to cool the engine off. And then we stopped at some gas station to buy a tank to uh, fill up with water. So I basically did that the entire way home. And uh, I don't know why that decided to happen that day. I don't know if I just drove my car too hard or something. And Can you tell me what pretty, happened? Pretty sure you cracked the radiator, if I remember correctly. I think you worked pretty hard on that. Yeah. So, Yeah, that was one experience, but you learned how to drive. Uh, that is a great course. So Tire Rack, I think, through the BMW uh, um, Club does those all over the country. That's a wonderful place. Any place that you can take your kids uh, that are getting to driving age and go uh, do a driving experience like that is is a great thing to do. Mm -hmm. I, I remember one other thing I was going to ask you about. Um, is anybody out there in our audience, think about if you've hit something or had an audio, uh, accident or something. Have you ever hit a turkey? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you want to tell us briefly about the how, just how, to help us for how driving down the road in rural Indiana on the way to your job at the Mexican restaurant? I'm going down my trauma memories and see <laughs> how 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 in the world. So he calls his dad and says, "Dad, I hit a turkey." I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> Where in the heck are you? <laughs> so you want to tell us about That's the turkey a, accident? Miami Road is the same route I take took every day at the at the time, and yeah, I was around this like little corner um, that I couldn't really see the left lane um, who was oncoming, and I see these two turkeys in the in the middle of the road, and I remembered in my defensive driving class not to swerve around, especially if you can't really see what's coming. So I just stayed in my lane and bashed it. <laughs> And Took the beak right through the bumper. <laughs> there was no car oncoming, so I could have swerved, but, you know, hindsight. Yeah, and there's all these feathers sticking out of my grill. And I think that was a $700 fix for a turkey. <laughs> yep. Probably and that was. turkey still was on the side of the road for like the next month. So I'd, you know, flip it off every time I drove by <laughs> for costing me that much money. You could have yeah. gotten a permit and taken it home and plucked it and ate it. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably smell like Toyota paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that dented my car in. I mean, I, I guess that that's what cars are supposed to do, but they, I think they cost a little more when you, you just cave in all the plastic. They do do that. And that brings up, uh, Brock said through that, he said, I, I thought about something in the other lane, but decided to hit that. That's the whole thing behind these cars that uh, the autonomous driving cars is they don't make... Um, human reactions or human um, uh, changes in things, they will they will hit, hit the path of least resistance, which probably in that case, still probably the turkey was the best thing. But uh, those are some big issues with cars that are self-driving that they, they don't know the difference. If there's a semi in one lane or a uh, mom pushing a baby carriage in another one, it's going to take the mom and the baby carriage out because it's not going to hit the it's not going to hit the semi or the brick wall. So. I'm still disappointed in my brother, though, because should have hit both turkeys. What? Yeah. Why the, why, how could you miss one? I think the one was kind of on the side of the road, so it's, I don't have an off-road vehicle. So it was sitting back and saying, eh, I'll let you go first, and if you get whacked, then I know I won't cross the road. So well, You brought up a really philosophical argument. Do you, who, do you, who do you hit in that scenario, the, the, the mom and the stroller or the semi? Well, and that's it's like why. It's like you know, the train argument where you can pull the lever and hit one person instead of five, or yeah. you can do nothing and not feel, be complicit in well, any murder. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Mike fashion, the the argument is you have a brick wall, a mom pushing a baby in a stroller in a school bus. What are you going to hit? When would you be in that situation? <laughs> Those are your three options. So you have a mom walking out, mm. you have to swerve and you're going to hit the school bus, or you can swerve the other direction and hit the brick wall behind the mom pushing the baby. How fast are we going? 35 miles an hour. Brick wall. I think I could live. Yeah. Most people would choose a brick wall. If it was 55. How, mm. However, a self-driving vehicle will always hit the mom pushing the baby. Hmm. How many turkey-related incidents have a self-driving cars had? I don't, I don't know. know. We, we don't have that data yet. On that. <laughs> we do not have that data. Yeah. Brody, can you get that for us? <laughs> yeah, pull that up. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Tesla drivers don't drive on rural roads, I guess. No. So, what was the nickname of that car? Well, that in the that was a 
That was a Corolla. That wasn't the Corolla. That wasn't the, Yeah, I know, uh, but what was the nickname of the Grand Am? Oh, the Balka. The Balka. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I would have paid anything if I hit it in the Grand Am. Probably would have looked fine. Yeah. Yep. But that, yeah, the Toyota just caved in. But. Cool. Well, I, I remember an early story of Brock with a car. We had put uh, subwoofers in the Balka, and uh, so loud stereo and everything, and Brock comes to me. He's like, Dad's going to be mad. And I'm like, what? And he's like, my rearview mirror fell off. I'm like, turn the music down, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember when I popped both my tires before leaving the driveway? Uh, I do yeah, remember that. I do yeah. remember I that. That's actually a more embarrassing story than the turkey, you know, I'm thinking yeah. about it. Brock was in a rush and jumped a rock that Dad had placed around the driveway because my father, my grandfather will appreciate this. Uh, my father could not build a straight driveway. He has to build an S driveway and curve it all around. It's cool. And, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. pain in the ass. Yeah. So, um, and Brock hit the rock, it, no pun intended, at the front and jumps the car. And there's there's these two like rebar, uh, rebar yeah. posts sticking out of the ground for some reason that my dad had to leave in the ground for all these years. For this I don't reason, know what they marked. So he hits the rebar with both driver's side tires of that car blows out both driver's side tires of the car and takes the rim out on the rear. So he calls me because he doesn't know who to call and he doesn't want to call dad. So I get there. I'm like, just take my car to work and I'll figure out your car. And it's sitting there with two flat tires. Obviously, the car only has one spare tire. So I was not late to work. Yeah. That you, day. Oh, you weren't? I took Tony's car. <laughs> Oh. I said, hey, the car's blocking anyone to get into the driveway. I have no air in the tires. They're both popped. And can I borrow your car? <laughs> and and as a good big brother, I moved your car and that's, yep. gave you transportation. Well, that's yes. a little bit of the a little bit of the history <laughs> of uh, growing up in the uh, in the uh, entrepreneur and the Tadich family uh, business and stuff from our son Brock. So this is Mike and Tony Tadich. Uh, we'll be back at you in a little bit uh, from the glove box. Hey, this is uh, father and son team, Mike and Tony Tadich. Uh, just want to thank you for hanging out with us again today. So you got anything to wrap up, Tony? It's uh, uh, shutting the glove box time. So we'll see you next time on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Make sure you're here for our next one. Have a question for Mike and Tony? Call it in at 888-201-0858. This podcast is brought to you by TMT Automotive and Momentum Drives Marketing.